0: Blob Talk Radio. Welcome, everybody. So this is the Light of Truth, and I am Truth Light. And uh, <clears throat> we have a new time that we're trying out. Usually we're first thing in the morning. And uh, we found that most of the listens are archived. So we're, we're listening to you all and, and kind of broadcasting at a better time of day for most of you, I think. And uh, I want to thank you for listening and if you're live, thank you for joining us. Definitely feel free to call in. And if you're listening via archives, I love to hear from you guys with show topics, uh, ideas for different things, and um, you know what you like, what you like about the show, what you'd like to see us do differently. And uh, so today I'm actually coming to you from our brand new office, the Mystical Truth offices in Flagstaff, Arizona. We've come up out of Sedona for a little bit. It can be a bit much down there energetically and... And uh, so I'm sitting in our brand new office in uh, the executive suite in Flagstaff. And uh, if you're ever here, by all means, come by and say hello. And uh, we're going to be offering, obviously, energy healing and readings, uh, life coaching, classes, meditations, different things from here. And so, very excited, very exciting. And uh, and so, anyway, today our topic is when life throws you lemons. <laughs> Can you tell what kind of day it 's been <laughs> so you know I'm curious as to what um, how other people handle it when when things are when you kind of are blindsided by life you know and and uh, how do you react and when things don't go necessarily as you expected and so um, that's sort of the topic for the show today, so I encourage you guys to take part. We have the chat room open and and uh, if you'd like to call in, definitely. I see we have some live listeners, so uh, by all means, feel free. And uh, on occasion, you know, if you're looking for the psychic reading thing, I will occasionally do that as well, <laughs> little mini readings. And uh, so anyway, so our topic, when life throws you lemons, what do you do with it? You know, so today I'm, I'm in this beautiful office that we've just acquired, and I'm very excited about that. It was... Uh, it was uh, provided by some people who believe wholeheartedly in what I do and the classes I teach, and, and so they kind of uh, helped provide this space and get us started, and for that I'm very grateful. Uh, we are actually working on a nonprofit, and so hopefully that'll, that will continue. And uh, we offer a lot of services to a lot of people. And uh, <clears throat> I was recently, uh, today, recently, <laughs> contacted about something, a, a place that we had been before and there was a bit of a, a financial snafu with it. And um, I could potentially be held accountable for a whole lot of money after just acquiring this new space. And, you know, so I, I felt a little like a great big Brahma bull had kicked me in the stomach and I'm, I'm sitting here in this not yet furnished office getting the Internet taken care of and already doing sessions and things are great. Thinking, okay, so potentially I'm responsible for two places now as well as, you know, my family and all the different things I have in my place. And, uh, and I just thought, I, I really didn't know what to do with this, you know. It was just one of those things that come out of the blue. And, uh, and so being me, um, I, you know, I counsel people for a living and I help people work through traumas and disasters and all these different things. And so I'm, I'm looking out the beautiful view. It looks, looks out on the park right behind us, and, and uh, I'm trying to say, okay, well, if I were one of my clients, what would I say right now? <laughs> what would I tell myself to do? Right? And I'm trying not to react, because in past shows, as you know, you may, you may have listened to the action versus reaction, or feeling versus emotions, that kind of thing. And um, you know, I'm not wanting to react emotionally, because it's, is it going to serve me if I do? And so I'm just looking out the window. The cable guys are putting in the internet, and I'm getting further and further into this office, and and thinking, okay, but I still apparently I still am responsible for the last place that I was in, unbeknownst to me. We haven't that hasn't all been taken care of yet. And so, so uh, you know, so I'm running through my head. Um, okay, so is this is this in fact? Um, is there a bigger picture that I don't know about? Am I really supposed to have two offices, maybe, and I'm just not aware of it yet? Is uh, is it forcing me to take action and, and clean up the, the old stuff that that I thought was already taken care of? Is it, you know, is it just life knocking me down? <laughs> what what exactly is going on here, you know? And so all these little all these little uh, scenarios are running through my head. And so, you know, as you know, if you listen to the show, I work a lot with the angelic realm, and and uh, I'm really working to, you know, in the in the process, very quietly, right? Because I've got the cable guys here doing the internet and the phone, and I've got clients in and out of the office, and I'm I'm not wanting anyone to know that I'm, you know, ever so, ever so slightly, just falling apart inside, freaking out, and so uh, so. As I'm I'm going through this process, I'm wondering what do other people do when this happens? Because this is kind of a time of change. You know, when we went through the 2012 thing, I don't know if you noticed. If you're a new listener, maybe you know it's new to you. But most of my listeners um, have we've kind of talked about this before. Where 2013 really was a year of a lot of tremendous change and um, seeing things from different points of view and and 2014 seems to be the year of taking action, and uh, and so it's just kind of interesting to uh, think about what other people do and how they handle things. And uh, so when I was given this this new twist on things, you know, um, do I do I in fact now have an office down in Sedona and one in Flagstaff? Um, do I which what. <laughs> Where do you focus, right? Which do I have enough to fill them both? Maybe. I don't know. Sometimes, you know, in my experience, sometimes when it appears that life is throwing you lemons and you feel like you're being pelted with just one thing after another after another, it really is an opportunity. And I know it sounds cliche, and it's ironic because in the building we're in, I noticed there's a marketing thing called Make Lemonade. So I want to get to know those people. It's kind of funny. But uh, you know, in some instances, these things that appear to be pelting us and trying to knock us down are, in fact, giving us more and more tools that we need to create something we didn't even know we could create. And so, um, you know, it's if we can detach long enough to say, "Okay, what's really happening here?" You know, um, what I've got quite a few people that I'm talking to with counseling and just friends who are going through things, other mystics, other psychics that that are, you know, just facing a lot of changes at the moment in life and going through some new journeys. And all of us really, uh, most of us I should say, have gotten to the point where we see that all these different things come at us so fast and it seems if we were in a different state of mind, it might seem as if we were just being pummeled to the ground, you know. And in fact, each and everything that comes our way seems to be a way of um, expanding or clarifying or refining either our gifts or our situations or, you know, the opportunities that are coming our way. You know, if, for instance, uh, you know, with this situation that's come my way, it's given me the opportunity to refine a friendship that, that was under some duress, you know, and so there's a clear communication that's going to have to happen <laughs> for both of us to come out of this in a good way. And, uh, and so it's, it's forcing a healing process. And it's forcing either, you know, expanding or shutting down or moving on or whatever it is that's going to happen, it's sort of forcing that issue. But every single issue that I'm seeing, you know, every single opportunity, I should say, that I'm seeing is one for growth and expansion where if I had just allowed the emotions to come in and I had just reacted to the situation, um, I don't know that I would have seen it that way. So I'm curious to know if, you know, if others in regular mainstream life also allow themselves to take the time to just step back and calmly allow the situation to unfold, which is what I'm finding is working for me, if I allow that situation to unfold, and before I act or react or do anything, I allow all of the factors to, to be seen, then, then it works out a lot better. <laughs> now, I don't know if, you know, on the, on the uh, profile pictures that we have there, um, I'm sure you can see that I'm a redhead. <laughs> so redheads aren't always the calmest. Of creatures, <laughs> so we can, on occasion, maybe on occasion, be a little uh, sporadic and moody, and, and so for me, that's one of the uh, one of the challenges, <laughs> excuse me, of this lifetime is is uh, overcoming that very reactive and uh, over emotional sort of. Um, tendencies you know that whole hot tempered redheaded it's so true it's just so true i believe it's because we get picked on when we're a kid but um you know it it's been a challenge to overcome and so in the past i would have reacted to situations like this and and i would have perhaps been on the phone upset with somebody and you know falling into that fear uh, state of consciousness and not really allowing the time for the situation to unfold and see that perhaps within this perceived lemon that has been thrown at me, perhaps there's actually something really wonderful wrapped up in it. And maybe if I wait to get all of the facts, I'll find out. Who knows? Maybe, maybe it would have worked out that, or maybe it will work out. I don't know that, that there's a you know, potential to have two offices. I personally, I'm a little overwhelmed by that, but, you know, who knows what can actually come about from it? Or perhaps it's simply an opportunity to heal this this other relationship that has been challenged, you know, in the past. And so um, by by not giving into that knee-jerk reaction, it allows me to... um, you know, you can, you can skip over the fact that there's opportunities and things if you're so busy hopping up and down and reacting and, and just uh, only seeing, you know, wherever you're at at the moment when you get news like that. If, you, you know, if you're having a, you're a little stressed out, which a lot of us are these days, and for me, I've got a lot going on. I run three different businesses, and, um, and I have, you know, grown kids but kids getting up on their way and I've got you know a couple of houses that I take care of and so there's dogs and who knows what and then all my counseling and stuff you know clearly with the businesses that I do and so it can be a little stressful and a little difficult to keep everything in line but um, if if I realize that whatever state of mind I'm in when I get any kind of news That's where I'm going to react from. If I can stop and say, okay, I think that I would like to perhaps allow myself to get in a different state of mind before, you know, because we see from different perspectives, you know. So when we're in one state of mind, it's like we're looking through one side of a prism. And if we allow ourselves to shift states of mind before we, as we think about different things, then it allows us to see from different parts of that prism, if that, hopefully that makes sense. Um, And so it's beneficial, you know, if we're able to um, just reserve reacting and just reserve uh, coming from that emotional space and allow ourselves to think about it once we've shifted. So for me, I went out and I had a lovely lunch and one cocktail with my lovely lunch and I thought, you know, I'm gonna just come from a place of abundance and relaxation and then I'm going to deal with this. You know, and and so I was able to see it from some different different points of view and I was able to say, Okay, what would I like to do with these lemons now? You know, would I like to make something out of them? And if so, what? Would I like to just throw them right back at the person who threw them at me. <laughs> you know, there are a lot of choices we have, and sometimes when we first get news, whatever it may be, and it, you know, there are a lot of people going through many changes with, you know, the housing market with all the foreclosures and job losses, and and you know, kids going through college and then not able to get jobs, and just uh, personally, I was a single mom, and there were a whole lot of phone calls I got from schools and from different situations, and, and I didn't necessarily know how to handle them and because I was just handling it alone. And so I really had to get very good at um, choosing what I wanted to do and when I wanted to react or take action. And so this is just a, a good topic for the time at the moment because as we shift the state of consciousness, I you know, hope you all are aware, that uh, 2012, 2013, that, that time frame, and really it's been since 2009, 2010, we were beginning to shift from third dimension to fourth dimensional state of consciousness. And some people took that to mean that if we shifted out of third dimension, we were actually shifting out of the physical. And uh, so there were a lot of people really um, running scared and, and very nervous and whatnot. And uh, so it doesn't mean we're physically going from third dimension to fourth dimension. It means in our state of consciousness, many of us were shifting from third to fourth dimensional thinking. And what that means is is the material, the physical, began to mean less. And so life operates a little bit differently when you're not coming from that physicality. And so, That's been a big shift, and now that we've come through that time frame, as we move into 2014 and 2015, and even 2016, we're moving into from fourth to fifth dimensional state of consciousness, which is uh, moving, fifth dimension is much more the angelic realm, and uh, that's where where the angels reside, where the ascended masters reside. And so it's a place of unconditional love. There is zero physicality. There's no or time there's uh, everything is just done via thought and so it begins that now we we can actually manifest things just by thinking them and so I, I actually had a client in here today that said she was a little shocked and she's a very mainstream lady very nice lady and she said she was very she was sort of shocked that she would think something and it would just come about within a day or so She'd think, you know, she's got this project she's working on and she'd think I need somebody to help me with such and such. And there somebody would come into her path within a day or so. And so it's important to be very careful with the things that we think about and the things that we daydream about and that sort of thing because we really are, many of us, getting to that point where we can think it into actuality. And so when, when we're... Getting these shifts and changes thrown at us when life is throwing us lemons, you know, because um, it's so much easier to, to, you know, when it's throwing fabulous things throwing flowers and rainbows at us, right? <laughs> That's so much easier to handle. So as we get these sort of side swipes of things we didn't expect and things are changing whether we like it or not, and you know, perhaps you have a spouse who suddenly, you know, turns around and goes, you know, I'm not happy, I'm leaving, or um, your boss suddenly says, hey, surprise, the company's closing, or whatever it may be. You know, and, and some people are you know, having real health shifts and that kind of thing. So when we get these, these swift kicks into another uh, way of life, it is important to sort of have a plan of action. How do you want to handle that? And I'm finding with my uh, life coaching clients, especially, we're really kind of working with that uh, a process. So when something comes your way, and it catches you off guard, you have almost a checklist of how you handle it, you know. And this avoids saying things out of emotion or that knee-jerk reaction, or you know, well, f you, boss, I whatever, 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 and. And then the boss goes, oh, yeah, surprise, the company isn't closing, but since you reacted that way, you know, have a nice day, get out of here. You know, if, it, if we can step back and handle things in a calmer reality, if we're able to um, avoid the reaction, right, right? So if somebody comes at you with something or you're in the grocery store and somebody just n- you nudge somebody's shopping cart or something and they go off because they're having a bad day if you react all you're doing is fueling that situation and this isn't new you know people anger management stress management people have been talking about this forever but if you're able to have an immediate set of of a checklist that you go through before you take any action. You know, if you stop, and you, the first thing in your checklist is you take a deep breath and you take a step back. You know, for instance, this checklist is a little bit different, but you know, for me, I take a breath, I step back out of the situation, whether it's figurative or literally. I take a moment and think about something completely different just to uh, create a mind state change. Think about something a bit nicer. And then when I've got that mindset changed, I stop and I realistically look at the situation and go, okay, you know, there was no reason for that person to let off on me. Perhaps they're having a really bad day. And what's the best thing for me to do in this situation? You know, Do I need to ram their cart back? Or do I need to yell at them? Is that going to do anything to make my day any better? Or can I just go, well, you know... No worries. Have a nice day and go on. Or can I give them a smile and a, and a giggle and, you know, no problem. We all have those days, whatever. And, you know, is there a different way to handle it? Is there a way to shift the energy to a better energy? And then have I then created a little bit of a nicer place in the world by helping this person to shift out of that mood? Or, you know, for example, in the, the situation today that kind of inspired the topic for this show. Um, You know, I was able to connect with the landlord of the other place and and kind of calm him because he was ready for a fight. I could could hear it in his voice. He was ready for an issue. And then, you know, connect with the other person involved and and, uh, take a positive approach and a teamwork approach and how do we resolve this so that it's a win-win for everybody, you know. And... And then none of us have to have acquired any real bad news even though in this particular situation it just, from from hello, <laughs> it seemed like it was going to be bad, bad, bad for everybody. You know, is it possible to make it win-win for everybody? Are we able to shift that? And so, you know, by shifting the energy before... Anything was dealt with and shifting the energy as I dealt with the landlord because I had that mental checklist and it just was done while I was on the phone with him so he never knew anything was happening um, the energy turned and it does seem as if there will probably be a perfectly fine win-win-win outcome for everybody but had there been a reaction of picking up the lemon and hitting it back to somebody because they, you know, threw it at me, wouldn't have served to uh, to make that situation any better. So what I would, it's, uh, it's interesting that we have nobody, <laughs> we have quite a few listeners, but we have nobody chiming in. So again, I'm going to encourage you to... Uh, step in and press 1 to speak with the host if you like. And uh, it's 347 uh, 677 if you're listening via computer. I assume you have that there, but we'll give it to you anyway. Um, so it's, uh, it's always good to hear from you all and how do you handle things and, and where, where do you get stuck in those situations. You know, I have somebody that, that comes on occasionally as a guest uh, that is – is is uh, on quite a journey and uh, if you um, if you ever encounter them you'll probably know <laughs> but they're really on this incredible life journey right now and it is a shift from uh, sort of a feeling really kicked by life you know just one thing after another after another and and suddenly, after years and years and years of this, and, and having a good attitude about it, you know, now they had a very positive attitude about it. It's somebody that I've known for quite a few years, and and one day they just turned around and, and went, well, what the hell happened to my life, you know? And and so there was suddenly a bit of, of a bitter, um, kind of a bitter feel, because they had been so busy deflecting all these things that were coming at them from life that they didn't realize how much of a shift. They weren't actually taking action. They were just deflecting it. And so that's another pitfall that some of us fall into is, you know, we may very well keep a very positive attitude, but it doesn't mean that we're we're picking those lemons up and doing anything with them. It doesn't mean that we're actually making any shifts or moving out of the way Of the lemons that life is throwing it just means we're deflecting them the best we can and trying to stay you know positive for as long as we can and then suddenly we look and we go oh my god you know 10 15 years has passed and i've got nowhere because all i've been doing is just trying to get back up again and so you know that's perhaps a place that isn't necessarily healthy either and so it's not, you know, when we get into that place, maybe we aren't reacting, but we're also not acting and taking action upon making the shifts and the changes to, uh, to get where we want to go, you know. And I know as a single parent, it was very easy to, to fall into that because I was so exhausted just handling the, just on the treadmill of life kind of. And uh, there were times when I would look up and go, okay. <laughs> Six months has gone by, or a year has gone by, and what have I accomplished, you know? And uh, I had very definite goals, and now my kids are grown, and somehow I did manage to, uh, to continue moving forward and work with my practice and training and and as far as mystical uh, trainings go and, and the personal development and, and the life coaching and all of that. And so I was very blessed to have handled moving forward as well as Sort of keeping a positive attitude as lemons came flying at me. So it's important to look and and kind of maybe even around you know the people around you and how do they handle it when when they're getting these um, you know difficulties in life coming at them. How do they handle them and how do you feel about that? Is it is it similar to what you do and you think it's productive or is it not productive and And what's really, you know, this is a mystical show, right? So it's interesting because I I really do, um, as a practitioner, I work with mainstream personal development and, and anger management and stress management and that kind of thing. But then I also work with the mystical studies and the angelic realm and the psychic aspect of things. And so, you know, when we talk about that, what energetically what's happening, if we have all of these things coming at us, because we do kind of all get into those phases where it just seems like it's one thing after another, after another, after another. You know, and we just get up and bam, there's another one. And, and uh, I was actually talking to somebody last night who said, you know, she felt like every time something good happened, something bad happened to almost counterbalance it. And so it's important for us to look at you know, are we in one of those phases, or when we see one of those phases occurring, what's happening? So, from a mystical standpoint, when we're talking about the frequencies and the energy and the universal flow and all of that, we uh, we can look and see: have we started um, dealing with lower vibration things? Have we started watching soap operas or watching reality TV that is maybe kind of dramatic? Or have we started reading the cheesy novels? Or have we started eating lower vibration food? That actually has a lot to do with it. Have we gone back to, you know, maybe we're um, going out partying when we weren't before? Or maybe we're a little more negative than we used to be? And so what has shifted within our energy? Because not always, but sometimes that can really attract some of this um, it's almost like when we shift our vibration to a lower frequency or we become more negative down-drawn etc um, it's like we become uh, dust collectors <laughs> for similar energies and so it can seem like suddenly it's one thing after the other after the other when in fact it's just that we've shifted um, the energetic vibration that we're resonating or harmonizing with to a lower vibration. And so now that's what we attract. And so for me personally, you know, it's usually the first thing I'll check is, okay, am I, am I being negative? <coughs> Excuse me. Am I, am I eating fast food? Because that's uh, symbolic of my vibration vibration dropping right i'm eating lower vibration food so when normally i would be juicing and eating fruits and veggies and pretty good food basically you know um but sometimes i get into uh when i'm a little stressed or when i'll i'll you know run through the drive-thru or whatever and and, uh, that's not actually typically me and so i know that if i have started doing things like that then my energy has probably slipped Am I going to the gym? Am I not going to the gym? You know, am I laughing as much as I used to? You know, all these things are significant in keeping a check on your energy and where is that energy level at as far as your positive, as my son says, your PMA, your positive mental attitude. (laughs) So when we're more positive, it's a higher vibration. When we're more negative, it's a lower vibration, just like you know, when you're looking at the numbers, positive is higher, negative is lower. Um, so we can sometimes look at, God, it's just been one thing after another after another. What the heck is going on with my life? And then we look around and we see, well, you know, I kind of do find the uh, the downside to things more often than I usually do. or <coughs> Or I'm... You know, I'm not exercising when I normally do. I'm not watching comedies. I'm watching dramas. I'm, um, I'm hanging out with the friends who aren't really doing much with their life instead of the ones who are out there doing a lot you know, and, and accomplishing a lot. And you know, um, I'm kind of sitting around not doing much with my time instead of pursuing my dreams. So as we look at these things, if we can catch our energy as it's dropping... Right, Because it it does. It's just life sometimes. And so if we can touch that and begin to have things that we put into practice right away to bring that energy level back up again, then that can actually bring us up out of that funk where where all of those negative things or seemingly negative things are happening to us. Um, Meditation, obviously, is... (laughs) I'm getting a big hit for meditation. So meditation is obviously something that we can do to immediately raise our vibration. And so if we can just bring ourselves into a nice, centered, happy place, and uh, for the people who have worked with me, um, I know a lot, of, a lot of my students and, and different people through the different uh, classes and the events that I do, um, we do the angel meet and greet where you actually meet your angels and interact with them and learn to communicate with them. You know, calling your angels in and whether you've had the class or not, you still can do that. We all have that team of angels that is with us. So calling your team of angels in is a really good way to boost that vibratory frequency that is you. And so that that does help give us a boost into that higher vibration. So, you know, when life is seeming to kind of kick us, and kick us, and kick us, and kick us, if we can step back and say, okay, is is this really a negative thing? Because sometimes it seems like it is, and it's not really. Sometimes it's actually, um, when you step back and look, look at the bigger picture, you see, oh, okay, I'm being blocked from doing this, and and I'm going to have to take the next step forward. Or it's showing me that it's time to expand my business or it's showing me that it's time to move on from this relationship that hasn't been working anyway and move on to a happier place or this job that, you know, that I've been wishing was gone, now it is, okay. <laughs> so now I can pursue something that I'll really enjoy or that would pay better or whatever it is. Sometimes there are gifts wrapped in those happenings. And so it's important to step back and figure out what is it that's actually happening? Is it, um, is it actually sort of a sign or a message from the universe? Or is it that we just have allowed ourselves to get down into kind of a funky place? And it's, it's kind of like hanging out in a, in a bad neighborhood or something, right? It's going to be bad things there. So if you can raise your vibration, change your attitude to a more positive one, begin to see the positive and things and you start attracting that back into your life again. So when you start seeing um, life throwing lemons at you, <laughs> it's uh, really beneficial to stop and see what's really happening. You know, what's really happening there? Is it um, an opportunity? And it's not always, right? Sometimes it's just bad stuff. <laughs> but for the most part, if there is a way to counterbalance that with something better, or we perceive it as life throwing lemons at us when, in fact, we're being given gifts. And if we take the time to shift our outlook, we can see it as that. And it's, sometimes it's making something positive out of something negative, and sometimes it's really just seeing it from a different perspective. It was really something positive to begin with, and, uh, and we just perceived it as something negative in the beginning. So um, I definitely encourage you guys to uh, kind of create for yourself and maybe, you know, maybe find somebody to help you with that. Obviously, I, I do life coaching. Pick me, pick me. <laughs> you can go to 12weekcoaching.com, and that's my life coaching site, or mysticaltruth.com. That's the, the site for the psychic services and mystical services and things. Um, but you know, you also can develop your own checklist. You know, you become fairly good and uh, good at communicating with yourself and, okay, what really works for me, you know? And pick those things that work for you and just make a little checklist of those that you do when something triggers that immediate response. What are you going to do to to take a moment and, and maybe get out of that mind state before you decide how you're going to act, you know, towards it? And so... I encourage you guys to do that and then and then really maybe make a part of that checklist a stopping to look and say, okay is this is this a negative thing, or is it in fact something that I'm seeing as negative, but it's really actually good? You know, is it actually a gift being given to me or a sign about something or you know um, an opportunity that I'm just perceiving because as, as something negative because of the state of mind I'm in now? So, and, you know, the other thing is, obviously, too, if you can keep yourself in an open state of mind and a positive state of mind and in one that sees the opportunities as soon as they come your way, then you don't perceive those as negative things just because they're change. A lot of times we see things as negative simply because it's a change. And at this point in time, like we were talking before about the shifting from third dimension to fourth dimension and fourth dimension to fifth dimension there is great change in those shifts of, of the states of consciousness. And so this is actually what was happening back in Atlantis and Lemuria, and, and uh, it was this um, rising of consciousness and how the people handled it that created what was created back then. And so we have that opportunity again to move through those states of consciousness and and hopefully do it a little more successfully this time around. We, uh, we definitely um, have the challenges, but we also have so many teachers and so many healers. And many of you listening are probably teachers and healers, and what's happening right now is a lot of people who who didn't realize they were teachers and healers are finding out that they are indeed, and, uh, and trying to figure out how that fits into their regular everyday life. you know. And so uh, I would encourage you to um, you know, take some time and look at the different things that have happened in your life over the past couple of years, the changes that have occurred and the changes within you, and and get a feel for whether there's a new part of you trying to emerge because that's really what's happening. And so a lot of times that inner us that's trying to emerge and and the real you that's working to come out that came here for this journey, it's attracting the shifts and the changes that are coming your way. And so while you may think that you have no control over it, it's just random things, you don't understand what the heck the universe is trying to say to you, in fact, it's usually our inner being that's trying to talk to us, and our inner being that's attracting those things to assist us, in in seeing the path that we actually chose to go down this lifetime, even though we've, in most cases, forgotten what that was. And so, you know, in a more mystical aspect, in a more spiritual aspect, this is another level of, of um, interacting with those lemons that come our way, that get thrown at us by life, those blindsiding things, those... Unseen changes and, and uh, the world changes for you, you know. And uh, <clears throat> maybe you feel like you didn't have a lot of say in it. In many, many cases, it's really your inner being just pushing its way through and pulling the changes that need to be made or pulling the road signs to your attention to get you to take the path that needs to be taken. So that you can actually fulfill the things you came here to experience. So, uh, with that, I uh, I want you all to feel free to join me again tomorrow at 5:30. We have about 19 minutes left, and I think we're probably going to do uh, a little meditation before we wrap up today. It's something we we did when I first started the show back in June, and. Uh, we had kind of gotten away from it because uh, we had so many callers and so many people chatting with us that, that we didn't really have time. So since we do have time today, I think we'll go ahead and bring that back. And uh, so I just encourage you all to join me here tomorrow at 5.30. Uh, the topic is up on the page, on the Truth Light page. And also I want to encourage you to hit the like button because that helps me out with blog talk. And. Uh, And message me here if you like. Also follow me on Facebook and mysticaltruth.com 12weekcoaching.com are the two websites that you can find my services at. They're still being refined, but they're there and functional and and will give you a good start to getting to know me a little bit better. And uh, as long as you're not driving while you're listening to this or operating heavy machinery, (laughs) um, I would love for everybody to just relax. We'll do a little meditation. And... uh, and send you on your way for the evening. So uh, if you can just lay down or sit back and, and just close your eyes and take some nice deep breaths. And as you breathe in, just feeling that new energy with each breath in, moving through the core of your being. And with each breath out, releasing anything that no longer serves you and just bringing your awareness to that breath, and to your heartbeat, and feeling that heart chakra becoming alive and well, making itself known as you breathe in and breathe out. And feel that breath moving all the way through the core of your being, down to the very seat of your soul and your root chakra, Bringing energy and life through your whole system and as you breathe out releasing anything that's not yours, anything that no longer serves you. And now becoming aware of your physical being and the tingling of the beautiful particles that make up that being. Feeling the energetic aspect of your physical and spiritual bodies, feeling a beautiful dancing of the particles, molecules, atoms, and feeling the joy as they're remembered, as they're interacted with. You feel them become happier and happier and your your feet and your toes and your legs and your arms and your hands and your fingers are all beginning to just Feel those feel those bits of energy dancing. You feel the tingles as you're breathing in and out, and you feel them in your belly and in your heart, up your neck, and through the through the head, through the scalp. And we just acknowledge each one of our chakras, the seven beautiful chakras through the core of your being. And even if you don't know what they are, that's okay. Just say hello to the core of your being anyway. And we feel this beautiful light that runs through us, beaming gloriously as it is finally remembered and recognized. And we spend these moments breathing in and breathing out and just bringing life to that center of our soul. And we feel this beautiful light that runs through the center of us, expanding out, becoming as a bubble around us, and we see that bubble move two and three feet out. So it's as if we're sitting in a beautiful sphere of pure, brilliant energy, this light of creation that moves through us and around us. And we see it cleansing and swirling and beautiful rainbows perhaps of color and sparkles of color, and just that that pure light of creation that breathes life into our soul, surrounding us and moving through us, still breathing, bringing awareness to our entirety. And now we see this beautiful string, beautiful string of golden light floating up above and connecting this beautiful ball of energy that we are all to the heavens, to the highest of highs, up through the astral plane and out the other side and all the way up to where the angels reside we see this connecting with that light of creation, with God's light, the universal light, whatever it is you like to call it. The highest of high vibrations, our true home where we stem from, the purest of pure. And we see this beautiful light dancing, moving up and down this beautiful cord that connects us with our true home, always. We bring our awareness all the way up, seeing the angels fly with us, the beautiful beings and masters who support us and back us. We see these lights flying up, up, up all the way, all the way out to the universe, to that cosmic consciousness of the most enlightened. And as we are up in this beautiful light of creation, we're brought now to our perfect place. It may be the mountains, or the sea, a beautiful field, or the lake, or forest. Wherever you most feel at home and most feel free and enlightened, and we see this beautiful space, and we begin to feel its presence. We feel the air. We smell the smell. As we breathe in and breathe out, we feel the ground under us. We experience the life, the trees, the rocks. Go now and feel Feel the things within your space. If there's water, feel the water. Feel the sun or the moon beating down upon you. And feel yourself now free, clothed or unclothed. Whatever you're most comfortable in, there's no need to be inhibited. You're 100% free. Your inner being is able to shine here. And as you look around, you see those beautiful angels that are with you all the time that perhaps you've yet to meet. And you see them come in close, lovingly, beautiful, unconditional love, these golden, golden lights. And you allow their healing energy to come as close as you're comfortable with. And you see their smiles and their joy radiates all the way to you. And they may be laughing, loving, compassionate. And as you're comfortable, allow them to come in closer and begin to interact with these beautiful beings and help them, allow them to help you remember who you are and why you're here, allowing your truest inner being to shine with no concerns for anyone back here on earth This is your space and your time. And your surroundings may be the same beautiful place that you saw to begin with, or you may notice that it begins to change into a refined version of it. So there's even more wonderful things. There's more comforts. There's more beauty. There's more love. And you may see more angels coming to be by your side. And create your space here. Begin to see all the things that you would love to have here if you could choose, because here you can. Here you can choose what the reality is and what the reality brings. Here there are no surprises. There's only that which you create from your truest inner being. This is your place to be free. This is your place to be loved. This is your place to be in complete and total harmony with that beautiful light of creation. There is only light here. Again, begin to feel your surroundings. Begin to hear and see and know this place to be true all of the little details. And as you like, you can even begin to rise up. Just begin to float up and see that it goes on and on forever. This place is as big as you choose it to be. And there are many, many different choices of places for you to reside here. You can go to, if you're in the mountains, you can rise up and see that there's also meadows and perhaps in another direction, an ocean shore. Anything that you can imagine as being peaceful and harmonious is there for you. And each place holds beauty and contentment. And here you can find everything that you could ever want or dream of. This is your place. And as you look up, you see the beautiful sky, always perfect, day or night, whatever perfection means to you. Breathe this place in and allow all question and doubt to move out. This is your own perfection. This is your own place that you can come back to at any time. You can come back to these fields or these mountains or this beach when you need clarity, when you need answers. You can call these angels that are with you all the time in to help you with questions about life, decisions you may have to make, and know that you're coming from your own true self in this beautiful space of light. allowing yourself to experience the harmony, the bliss, the clarity that this place holds. You begin to allow yourself to feel complete, knowing that you have all the answers that you may ever need, knowing that your connection with this light of creation, the highest state of consciousness is always pure and always clear. Coming back to the space is easily done, and staying in the space is safe and secure. Breathing deep. You feel the warmth of your angel's light. Breathing deep. You feel your inner being becoming whole and complete, as it's always been, but your awareness is now there. Feeling this beautiful beam of light that inhabits your physical being becoming more and more brilliant, You bring your awareness now back to that beautiful cord that leads you back down to to that beautiful ball of light that surrounds your physical being. And with nice deep breaths, you slowly begin to come down that golden cord, knowing your way back to this beautiful space, knowing you can find your way back at any point, saying thank you to the angels that are with you, and, and seeing that they come back down that cord with you, always, always with your energy. And you slowly move down this beautiful golden cord that leads back to that globe of energy that you are, down here on earth, and you begin to wiggle your fingers and your toes, and you begin to become aware of the breath through your body, Feeling now your legs and your arms and seeing that beautiful light come back down through that silver cord, <coughs> that golden cord that runs through your body. And as you breathe now, you bring back to life that beautiful, beautiful beam of energy that runs through the core of your being. and you. Now begin to feel your face and feel your torso and wiggle your legs and come back to the seat that you're sitting in or the place that you're lying down. And you become aware of your surroundings. And now beginning to see that beautiful ball of light expanded two or three feet around you and you see yourself within this light, and you now bring your energy back into your heart, full of love, full of compassion, full of the beauty of the place that you were just just residing in. And you hold that space in your heart and expand it throughout your physical body, allowing it to rejuvenate your cells, the atoms, the molecules, your bones, your organs. With each breath, You feel yourself a little more revived and a little more present. And when you're ready, take a nice deep breath, relax, and open your eyes. And gently come back to the place where you are. Thank you so much for joining me today. And I hope you guys will join me again tomorrow and the rest of the week. We're going to stay at this time frame, I believe. Uh, which I think is 7.30 Eastern and 4.30 Pacific. And uh, we'll see how this one goes. I hope you guys enjoy this and definitely um, give me a call or message me if I can do anything, anything for you personally. And uh, we will see you again tomorrow here on the Light of Truth. Have a wonderful day.